Welcome, listeners, viewers, to the Static Zone podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TVs had a static snow-covered channel before you popped in your VHS or switched on over to Channel Trace. With me, my host, always asking people if they want to hit that ba weep grana weep ninny bong it's Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones. I can't believe you remembered how to say that. <laughs> I watched this movie with subtitles on, and I'm over here... Trying to talk to Jazz on Moonbase 2. I'm Scotty Moe. Welcome. How are you, Corey? I'm doing well. Uh, for people Tell the people know, what we're watching today. Yeah, for the people that don't get the references we're uh, referencing, we watched the 1986 Transformers the movie. This was before Shia LaBeouf and Marky Mark and uh, all, all, you know, Michael Megan Bay. Fox's Funky Bunch. Megan, yeah, that's what it was. Before all those movies... Uh, mm -hmm. the OG one was this one, the 1986 version that had, uh, had a pretty good cast, pretty big cast. We're going to get into that in a few minutes, but yep. basically the synopsis of this movie is that the Autobots encounter a new nemesis, even more dreaded than the Decepticons, 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 uh, which is Unicron, a ginormous threat who devours planets. Uh, will adversaries unite to fight a common foe, or will new enemies triumph as the uh, as the ranks on both sides grow thin? Uh, first off, I wrote Scotty. that synopsis. How'd you like it? It's it's good. It's all right. I like. I don't want to. Have you noticed that the synopses on IMDb are literally credited to usernames, so they're not even using like what's on the boxes anymore? You know what I should have done was I should have got the one that's on the back of my VHS. Sure. I don't I know that the, I have this on VHS. I have the Rhino release, the Rhino Kids release of it. You got your uh, copies? I actually, well, my cop, my VHS copy's over there, but I forgot. Uh, I didn't know until now. I thought I owned this movie on DVD. I could have uh, swore I bought the 30th anniversary edition, and apparently I did not. So 30th, I had to rent yeah. my... I had to rent mine on YouTube, which, luckily enough, it is the 30th anniversary Shout Factory edition that they have on YouTube that you rent. Okay. But, once again, uh, this is the uh, annual, or the um, once a show reminder that Shout Factory is not a sponsor of this show. Not at all. That'd be really cool if they were, though. So, uh, But no, the cast includes some pretty big names, like, uh, first of all, Orson Welles. I don't know if anyone knows who uh, that gentleman is. Uh, a lot of people probably only I... recognize him from his uh, drunken champagne commercials. So... Maybe now. I wonder because uh, Rachel watched this with me and she did not know who that was. At all? Who he was, yeah. Because well, I, I mean, when I mentioned, even when I mentioned War of the World, he, dude, he died like months after recording this. That is true. Yeah. So he died in 86, so. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know if a lot of people are going to get who Orson Welles is unless they look him up. And like look up like War of the Worlds and stuff like that. I mean, he was a big, big player in the film and film industry and all that stuff. So yeah, he was for his time. Definitely, um, we might be the last generation that remembers who he is. But hey, what a way to go out with this movie! If we keep circulating that fucking champagne commercial, he'll never, he'll never be forgotten. I guess that too. Yeah, but uh, Orson Welles plays Unicron, the big baddie in this one. Um, and I have some notes here saying it was his last cinematic role, uh, playing yep. a planet, essentially a planet-sized man. Um, 
he was said to have hated this movie. Uh, when asked about the role, he not only could not remember his character's name, but described his role as a big toy who attacks a bunch of smaller toys. <laughs> He's not um, wrong. Yeah. Uh, they. I, so I watched this movie with commentary, so some of my factoids are going to be from that, but there was a tape circulating of him before this part, before he went into the studio for this, of him just tearing apart a sound engineer for a... Um, I forget what the product was but something and the editor uh whoever did the commentary on this i forget now i'm sorry besides the director and the voice of rc um but uh he asked orson wells like what do you think about that tape and quote orson wells said i rather like it it intimidates people before i arrive so that sounds I guess. exactly something like orson well would orson wells would say <laughs> yeah um but uh, they did notice as soon as he was recording with this that his voice was going like he was in bad health. Um, but they uh, worked with what they got, and I think they pulled it off. Um, you can tell. You can tell in some of the ways that Unicron delivers the lines. You'll you'll you obviously know that it's got some kind of filter or something on it. But at right. the end of every couple sentence, the way that Orson Welles says certain words, you're like, okay, that is Orson Welles. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll, we'll run through the rest of the cast here. I mean, th- those that, again, a lot of this cast now, you know, I say like, it's a, it's an insane cast, but I don't think a lot time. of people watch, if people watch this today and it's their introduction to Transformers, I don't think they're going to know who half these people are, except for maybe Leonard Neboy, who did the voice of Galvatron. Um, mm-hmm. the most notable, I mean, people know Optimus Prime's voice, Peter Cullen, uh, who will be Optimus forever, except for, like, one series or show he didn't do, I forget. And then uh, Casey Kasem was a famous radio DJ. Uh, if you're not sure who he is, just watch Ghostbusters. He's the radio announcer in that, and you'll be like, oh, that's him. Uh, oh, that's okay, not Larry yeah. King. Yeah, that's not Larry King. Sorry. That's not Larry King. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robert Stack was Ultra Magnus. Uh, he was the guy in Unsolved Mysteries. Um, oh, I love that. Okay. You're I'm, right. I'm stating names that I realize, of, or I'm stating shows that are either remade or <laughs> forgotten in time now too. I just realized, but uh, that I've is got a uh, weird history with unsolved mysteries. So, but I didn't uh, even notice that until you said that because I was like, ah, Ultra Magnus's voice kind of sounds familiar, but you're just like, eh, whatever. But the minute you said that, I was like, holy crap! It all clicked right then and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then Scatman Crothers, uh, he was a jazz musician and an actor. He was uh, essentially the plot advancement in The Shining because he was, yes. was he a custodian or worked yeah, in the kitchen he was like a or something? He was like a groundskeeper or a custodian that would take care of uh, like the land, like, like landscaping and stuff like that, I think. Okay. And so he approached the, the kid in The Shining and told him about it and everything. Uh, yeah. And then um, I'm sure there are many other notable ones, but Judd Nelson did the voice of Hot Rod. Uh, he was the asshole punk kid in the Breakfast Club, so a member of the Brat Pack. Um, that's yeah. who did Hot Rod's voice. I mean, so. he's been a bunch of John Hughes movies. I mean, there, he's Saint Elmo's Fire. Like he was, he was like the one of those '80s like heartthrobs, I guess, a little bit. But like he was like a little bit older, so he played a lot of asshole characters and stuff. But he was yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Uh, and um, another thing I'll mention before we get into the facts. Uh, this animated this cartoon is fully animated like there were no computers used in this thing except maybe lighting obviously and stuff but it was not digitized there's no there's none of that it's all drawn so just think about that and that's probably why this and akira 
are two the only two animated movies that are going to pop up in the uh, documentary in search of tomorrow. I did notice these are the only those. This is one of them though. This is one of the movies yeah. in it. So pretty I mean, crazy. This one, even if you weren't a Transformers fan, like you know the muse, like you got the touch, like people get that that song and all that. So it's mm-hmm. I missed it. I missed that animation. Like don't get me wrong, there is very good. Uh, cartoons and anime being made nowadays with uh, computers and stuff like that. But something about this old school where you you can see like the graininess in like between the scenes or you'll see like, you know, you'll see the imperfections that make it better in my eyes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, the... um... Sorry, I'm just finding more stuff that I spilled. Uh, So let's get to the box office i was gonna say surprise the people that like part or practical effects like actual animated things too so yeah what a shock (laughs) breaking down the doors with our astounding facts about ourselves um we're trendsetters so august 8th 1986 that's when this movie came out domestically um and it oh you know what i don't have the difference of these numbers that's good super professional (laughs) oh well Oh, well, it might be the same on this. Let's take a look here. Oh, so the gross was a million, but okay, so that's what it made domestic then. Uh, domestic made five million, almost six million dollars. Uh, international, just ten thousand. And what? The world, yeah, worldwide, just over five million. Um, which is surprising, but you know, that would probably honestly be different today, and it is because that's the only reason, the only fucking reason. These Michael Bay movies are still happening is because of China. They will eat up oh, yeah. any crazy robot thing over there. Um, I mean, it was, and that's not to generalize movie. or sound racist. That is like a fact now in yeah. the in Hollywood and everything. So it is um, true. And uh, but I did have there apparently when I was looking at like Box Office Mojo and all the other sites and stuff, it notated that there was a 2007 re-release, which is not exactly ten. Uh, 20 years, but it's around the 20 year. It was probably for the 20 year anniversary. They did that in the UK, though. Um, That's interesting. How much uh, did you say how much the movie cost to make? I don't know. I couldn't find it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if you want to try to look for it, go for it. It's we mentioned I think we mentioned last episode, like it's hard to find the actual uh, not gross um, budget of some of these films unless they like mention it on a commentary or something. Well, Uh, IMDb has it listed as a six million dollar bust bu- budget, and it's estimated around there. So mm. it looks like it might have broke even. Maybe, yeah. And that's crazy because that's uh, that's a cartoon, folks. Take that. On the way to well, the I'm bank. Too, I'm thinking too. Maybe back then, like the five million or the six million that they almost that they made on it of U.S. and Canada dollars was probably a lot of kids. But back mm-hmm. in the 80s, a lot of kids didn't have just money to go willy-nilly and stuff like that. But now, nowadays, like, you see a Transformers movie come out, it's kids and adults that are going to that movie. So right. it's getting more of that money. So back then, it, maybe this movie wasn't respected, which is unfortunate, because yeah, with really all know. of its imperfections, the movie is still fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I did also bring up what else released around this time. So the same weekend, same day, Stand By Me came out. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that's what I found at first, and then week before though there was Howard the Duck, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, um, oh, Castle man. in the yeah, uh, Castle in the Sky, which is an anime movie. Um, I think that's a Ghibli. I'm not sure. Uh, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, um, 
one of the big ones, Thrashin, uh, was later later in the month, later in the month. But also River's Edge released in August. That stars Keanu Reeves. I don't know anything about that, that movie. However, let's get into the weekend of okay. what was out in theaters. I don't know if you brought this site up or not, but it's, man, we were born in the wrong time because there was Aliens, there was Karate Kid Part 2, there was Top Gun, there was Back to School, there was okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, there was Short Circuit, the, the first one. Yeah, wow. Labyrinth, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, th- Whoa, what is that one? I don't know what that one is. I thought that was something else. Uh, <laughs> my point is, like, all of these were out in not just the same year, but the same month. Uh, so it's this was August. Month. A lot of uh, a lot of horror movies were trying to creep out. You know, they usually come out like late summer, early autumn, just before, right. so that they have enough to have uh, that big Halloween burst there. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was trying to look up whatever the hell I saw the movie Three Men in a Cradle. I don't know if that's baby. No, it's called Three Men and a Cradle. So I'm gonna look this up in real time because what the fuck is that? Let me find this now. I just got to see the cover. I just got to see the cover. That's oh, yeah, this website doesn't show anything but numbers. Not the same crew. This looks like a ripoff of Three Men and a Baby. Great. Um, Get ready for episode four of Static Zone podcast of Three Men in a Cradle. So. It's actually really hard for me to find an English translated box art. So we're going to come back to that. Okay. Uh, yep. Three Omes at Uncoffin or Coffin. Um, anyway, a lot of stuff came out this weekend, this month, in August of 1986. 86 was a good year for movies. 86, the the 80s were a good time for movies. Um, so, let's get into it. Let's just fucking go. I've got factoids out the butt from my college roommate and buddy, Chirito. Uh, we'll get into those later on. But, man, oh man. Oh, actually, one thing I will mention, since we are going to talk about the beginning, there were different starts and endings for this movie like the uk and the japanese version both had a text crawl like star wars to sum up the story at the oh, beginning yeah very yeah, the interesting US version does not have that it does not have that but there are some u.s versions that uh for instance um my roomie had he had one that we watched that had a narrator like sum up what had happened as if it was just another ep- like last time on transformers uh, not not as direct as that, but it was like a summary of something before the movie actually kicked in, which was interesting, but also took you out of that movie experience, like that cinematic depth. You know what I mean? Yeah. The um, version I watched just went right into the Unicron stuff, and then it yeah. went into the, you know. Yeah. And, all, and like Unicron's voice, the way they synthesized it, it sounds very intimidating. Like it sounds like a good, like a huge Transformer uh, yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy. The um oh, I want to mention the versions I have since you don't have any. I'll hold mine up real quick. Uh, I need okay. only anyway. I this was the first DVD I bought before going to college because I didn't have a movie collection going into college because there was just always tapes around my house or I just watch what's on TV. I didn't really care. Um, right. So co- I guess college actually kicked off my movie collection, but I have like the shitty super standard it says special (laughs) you know something is not that great when it's called the special collector's edition not just the the cover yeah um this has literally the dvd features completely remastered unedited version storyboards 5.1 sound animated chapter breaks 
exclusive interview with composer Vince DiCola. So, yeah. That's from uh, Kid Rhino. But then I got a 20th anniversary edition. What happened? That's mu- that must be the DVD version of the VHS I have because my VHS is Kid Rhino. Oh yeah, maybe. There you go. Um yeah, it's very like the back. Oh jeez. The back of the box, I don't think you're going to be able to see, but even oh, if the yeah. camera even if the camera focuses, like you can see it's not quality, not a quality picture. Um uh-huh. the 20th anniversary one I got, uh oh there's easter eggs on this. Ooh, that's fun. I just read that on the back Ooh. there. But it has two discs, and one of them looks like Unicron. The other one is The Matrix. Um, That's cool. But it also has reversible box art. Because uh, on the front, the main one is Optimus, and you've got Bumblebee in the corner, and like Unicron and Planet form in the back. The other side is uh, Hot Rod, and then oh, um, I Daniel. Like that much more. Yeah, Daniel on the bottom there, and then Unicron kind of tra- well his head in the background yeah, you got galvatron up at the top left so. yeah so it's pretty cool this mine has um fan commentary uh which is like the person that runs like tf2005.org yeah. or something and like some other yeah. people talking about like kind of errors in the film and stuff like that which i found sort of interesting but not as it's exactly what you think it would be um, but yep. not not as rude. It's not it's not the dude walking into GameStop uh, asking you know where the collector edition is and telling us the, the difference in them. You know, not not yeah. that kind of fan. But um, more of but, like an anime convention panel fan. Yeah, it feels that that could it could be a panel. But so the other commentary on here has uh, the director and the um, let me see here. Nelson Shin's the director. Flint. Dill, the story consultant, and, and then Sue Blue, who is the voice of RC. So their commentary was really interesting, um, and I'll, I'll maybe get into some of their stuff through my notes here. And then they also had Scramble City commentary, which is an episode that only aired in Japan, which is literally like the episode to sum up things before this movie comes out. I, that never aired in America. I don't know why. Of course, um, it did. of course, it did. yeah. So it was called Scramble City. Scramble City. Um, and uh, ah, I apologize. I, I was listening back to our last episode, everybody. I said, um, a lot because I was trying not to read my notes. So I'm going to try to be more conscientious about saying, um, so there's just a ton of deleted stuff on here. There is. Yeah, I mentioned that other episode. You can't watch the episode without the commentary, I don't think, though, which is sort of weird. And there's like trivia on here and stuff. And there is kind of the pop up video kind of that's going to be a reference that's lost soon. There's kind of a pop up video <laughs> style trivia thing throughout here as well so i tried to like watch um oddly enough i didn't have as much time as i wanted to put into watching this and i did try to watch it with rachel uh she did not give two shits nothing against her (laughs) but it was not interesting to her and i i could i could feel that so we didn't watch the whole thing uh but maybe someday down the line i'll try to get her to sit through it i I wanted her to see that before seeing a full michael bay movie i think was the big thing in my mind (laughs) i think you (laughs) You know like i'll be honest with you like you can go. I saw the first tra- first two Transformers Michael Bay movies, and I was just like, "Okay, this isn't what I. This is cool. It's fine, but it's not for me. I am the cartoon kind of Transformers guy." Oh, dude. So, I saw the first one in theaters Fourth of July Day. I think it was whatever day it came out. Whatever wow opening day. Um, yeah, I forget, but. 
And I also remember before it was the teaser trailer for Cloverfield, which I will never forget because it was some of the best marketing I've ever seen for anything. Yeah. Um, and then because there was the no, yeah, because they, I don't think they even said the name of the movie. There was just a date, and that was it. Um, so that was really cool. But yeah, I remember seeing this first, the first Michael Bay. We're never going to watch those for this show, by the way. Don't even no, fucking ask. <laughs> But I remember I literally said woo in the theater when Optimus said, I am Optimus Prime for the first time, because that was cool to see uh, <laughs> the. Yeah. So that that was cool to see and be around. And, and you know, I went with a crew of dudes, so, you know, the dude crew. Uh, so it yeah. was neat to have like because we were all we all grew up with it. It was cool to see that uh, not as cool as the turtles, which I also do literally remember that moment when I was. Five? I forget how when that movie came out. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, there, there was no woo wooing. Um, but I was a child uh, and it was exciting. So anyway, Transformers. Guess, yeah, I was oh, gonna go say ahead. going back to the movie. Like the basic, like we're gonna talk about the movie, but the rundown of it is is Decepticons and Autobots are fighting like they always do, yeah. and then Unicron shows up and they're like, ah shit, now we gotta fight together because Unicron's gonna eat us. That's right. basically the whole story. That's it. Right. But you get these little side tangents where the Autobots get split up and all this other stuff. And Starscream's being Starscream for as long as Starscream's around. So. He's gotta. He's gotta. I'm looking up something I said to my buddy because I, uh, him and I were already talking or just like already having a text conversation. And then I mentioned that we were going to watch this. This was before I did sit down to watch it. And so he was like, it, we were just talking about it. You know, we were just fanboying out about it. Because uh, it's been, I should I should preface this with, he is mu as much a movie fan as us. He is when we moved into a shitty, well, it wasn't a shitty apartment, just kind of a crazy landlord and no AC in the dead of summer, and we were living with someone else who hadn't really moved in yet. He but he lived there. I don't know. Uh, right. And they there there the, there was like maybe a month or two of no internet at all. So all we had was his crate of movies and my binder of movies. So we literally went through each other's collections. Um, <laughs> and that, I mean, that's kind of okay. In retrospect, like, that's sort yeah. of fine. That's what streaming service is now, but we didn't need it. And he said, let's see. Well, I'm trying to find the exact text because I thought I said something to him. God damn it. That's Maybe always I didn't. Fun, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh well, well I can't I can't find the exact text cuz I wanted to read it verbatim. Oh, and I was trying to just say like yeah, we're doing this or whatever and then I sat down and started watching the movie. Oh, here it is right here. I just said I'm sitting down with the Transformers animated blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, oh no, I thought I did. Maybe it was did I say to you like god damn, I forgot how fucking amazing this theme song is. Did I say that to you? I don't I don't think you did, but All right. I mean no, speaking of the music, like you can bring the music up too. The music's fucking fantastic in this movie. It's so fucking eighties. Like you, as soon as Optimus is even like going into battle, it just starts up the "You Got the Touch" by Stan Bush, and you're just like, "All right, here we go." Oh no, but, it's before that. It's when the theme song literally kicks in with a with a choir of synth voices, which is the most goddamn eighties thing in the world. Oh, I will oh, argue yeah. that this is one of the best theme songs from the eighties. Yeah, so. I think the band that made, uh, let's see, I want to see, Transform, I think Lion. Oh, 
yeah, I just said to him, I said to him, just turn on my Transformers DVD and the menu pops up with that fucking theme song and god damn this song will always slap. And he just replies, god damn right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, the 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 band that that did the Transformers theme song uh was a band called Lion and that's literally the biggest thing they're known for. Uh their th- the theme song for oh. Transformers the movie their debut song "Love Is a Lie" that showed up in Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter, and their song "Never Surrender" and "Power Love" from the movie The Wraith. Oh wow! Huh. All right. Which is oh, unfortunate because hey. that Transformers theme song is fucking great. <laughs> I don't think I I would not. I have no problem being known for the Transformers theme song. You kidding me? I mean, I guess so. As long as you're okay with that being your only big, big thing you've ever done. So. <laughs> hey, it's something. Uh, uh, did you know that there was no actual toy of Unicron until 2003? That sounds about right, because I think I remember around that time I saw, I saw something come, ar- out, come around about Unicron, and I was like, who the fuck is Unicron? Because I hadn't seen this mm. movie up until that point. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay. So that's unfortunate, because you could have done... I heard there were like prototypes, but the prototypes were really like bad, so they just scrapped them. I can't and, imagine uh, how I don't know. I know there there was a more recent one made. The one that I'm referring to is not even good. It's for like a the shitty show where the all the Transformers like super rounded and curvy and kind of goofy looking. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't even be based off of this one. So no, not not directly. No, yeah, um, yeah. But this movie kicks off with just death immediately first scene <laughs> dude optimus prime dies like in the not first that. 10 minutes of the first movie. 20 minutes i'm talking about like the first planet the first planet we see we're like oh are these oh, other transformers yeah. dead they just get they get ingested by unicron just yeah. like tractor beamed right right you even get like like uh ship trying to fly away but can't and you hear yeah. like yells and screams you're like this is for kids right like this is for kids so <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically and then suddenly, but, in a robot belly. Yeah, and then you just forget about all of it when suddenly a transformer. Yeah, that's how it goes. I mean, that 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 intrigues you. You're like, what the fuck just happened? All right, we're going into what we know is normal. You know, mm-hmm. Optimus fighting Megatron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, just good, good stuff all around. Like the movie looks amazing. I think. I don't think you really stop to notice how it looks until that scene with um, Daniel and Hot Rod fishing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is also which... a hilarious scene because Hot Rod's like, I got a big one, or, or Daniel says it's a big one or something. And then I lo- you know they did this on purpose to like show the comparison of the size of the characters where yeah, the, yeah. the fish goes in front of Daniel and it's like a, a foot-long trout or something and then transfer over to Hot Rod who actually caught it and it's like he's holding up a Swedish fish or something, you yeah, know? like a little, you know. Which, <laughs> yeah. by the way, someone had to have constructed Hot Rod's uh, fishing pole and that thing's humongous oh, yeah. compared to Daniel. Right. So... <laughs> he just borrowed something from the Tokyo Olympics or whatever. I what don't it know. should have been, he should have just been had like a crane off of a tanker or something. That would yeah. have been funnier. So that would have made more sense. Yeah, honestly. Oh, um, no, I see. I mean, what you're saying with the animations of like Daniel on his uh, Marty McFly hoverboard, sure and enough. then like he crashes it, and in midair, Hot Rod catches him and then yeah. transforms all in one like beautiful shot. You're like. Oh my god, this is so nice. It's an animated movie from 86. Yeah. Why settle for a peak, Daniel, when you can see everything from Lookout Mountain? 
Enjoy your stay at Lookout Mountain. It's not like some re-recordings might have happened on this, which... Yeah. The movie's notorious for edits after edits after uh, script changes and all this stuff. And apparently, the movie was supposed to be a lot freaking darker than it actually was. Like, there was supposed to be a lot more violence and all that stuff. But you're you're not wrong. Like, Ironhide dies right away. Like, you're talking about after the first death of the planet happens yeah well like you're seeing like notable names like yeah i mean it kind of this movie is non-stop so i'm trying to like make sure we don't go totally out of order if we're talking about how because it kind of has a pattern of like intense dark to light-hearted fishing hole to yeah uh, you know just well actually yeah i'm already getting out of order like right before that the fucking decepticons take over a ship and just wipe out most of g1 right there like yeah. Ironhide and which didn't really make sense, but I don't know um, as to where they were and everything. But uh, the commentary, though, one of the guy, one of the people were saying uh, when like, you know, the Decepticons invade the ship and like blast and just kill some Autobots right there, right then and there. Uh, yeah. Like it's like it was nothing. Like, why didn't you do that seasons ago? But and then one of them, one of the Autobots is like crawling up to Megatron's leg and he just fucking fires at him point blank that probably put a hole in the floor of the ship with yeah. his arm cannon and yeah. one of the one of the guys during the commentary though was like we heard stories of moms taking their kids out of the theater after that happened and yeah. shit like that because <laughs> it doesn't stop from there like it just yeah. keeps going and i mean the biggest thing even when i first watched this like it's in like in the first 20 minutes like we said like Optimus and Megatron are fighting, which, by the way, I'm all for blaming all of this on Hot Rod. Well, it's all Hot Rod's fault that yeah. Optimus Prime died. He has his comeuppance, and he and he and he um, pays his uh, he pays his dues throughout, like gradually. And that is th- this movie is his character progression. Uh, you see so. the character arc. You see in the very yeah. beginning how he's light, you know, happy go lucky and like uh, reckless and stuff like that. And then of course. He's got his, I guess you could say his mentor through all of this, his Cup, yeah. the veteran Autobot. They're a and good duo. Just, yeah, he's just like, you keep acting like that, you're not going to be around long enough to have stories like I do and all that other stuff. It, but it reminded me about like, halfway through that he changes his character. Yeah, it didn't, that duo didn't make sense, but I equated it to almost Marty McFly and Doc Brown in terms yeah. of like their age differences, like the, the punk-ass teen and the experienced old man, essentially, but... Um, definitely definitely yeah uh but no like it just start like that first 20 minutes optimus spoilers he dies which apparently in this universe if an autobot dies they lose all their color like i don't yeah that didn't and they but they fucking punch it home like it's slow you see the medical supplies whereas beeps are failing you know they look at optimus his yeah his head turns then you see daniel cry and then it's like jesus christ (laughs) but then then you know that sentiment that whole it's very sentimental and it's a very sad moment but then on the other side of the coin we go to where megatron is basically just being dumped out into space by starscream he's like screw you (laughs) yeah 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 there's there's a ton of just like if you know the characters like as soon as megatron is kicked over the edge first thing happens starscream kicks him in his side immediately right the, like right doesn't even doesn't even say happened. anything to him yeah um the uh and Good i'll keep mentioning wave. yeah the another character that probably makes no sense to most people growing up trying to watch the transformers now but the um 
the commentary, sorry, I had a brain fart there. They were saying like, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't think we were killing the most like symbolic characters in animation. We were just told that the new toy line was coming in and we had to make room. Like that's like, what? I mean, that is that that's literally it. Yeah. Optimus was not selling. Uh, yeah, These characters are not selling. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like, I like Hot Rod, and I kind of like Rodimus, but if you watch the series beyond this, Rodimus is honestly the worst fucking leader the Transformers have. Optimus comes back, like, two or three times, but Rodimus is kind of a piece of shit. Uh, even worse than Ultra Magnus. Transformers is that universe where you can be like, well, we uploaded his, uh, save data up onto the computer back here, so we can just put him into a new body. Mm -hmm. So, Found his memory card. Yeah, yeah, we found the black box that is his brain, or something like that. And right. you could just be like, he's back. Or, I mean, even in like the, I think it's in the comics, uh, Optimus Prime is leader of the Decepticons at this point. And like Megatron oh, really? has become like hmm. Mega Megatron Prime or something like that. Like the roles are completely switched. Oh, and uh, it's that TMNT and well, it's basically that and TMNT are two comic series that I'm like, I really need to start reading the comics because there's a lot of cool stuff happening. <laughs> Yeah, I have not I've not given a shot to any Transformers comic because there's just I, I, I was overwhelmed as soon as I tried I to look into it. Start. Yeah, between like their G.I. Joe team ups and other crap, like I don't even I want to, but I don't I did try to read one of the novels, um, which actually it it fittingly it, it matched up with the latest uh CG anime Transformers cartoon. Uh, that's on okay. Netflix right now. We we'll, we can maybe talk about that after this, because mm-hmm. that's honestly like I cannot recommend that enough to G one fans above anything else. Transformers that's happened above Beast Wars, above Michael Bay shit, the new Transformers War for Cybertron. Well, I take that back because the two War for Cybertron games are pretty fucking good. The video games. And, yeah, there uh, isn't there one that was made by wasn't there one that was made by Platinum or Way Forward. Oh, well, that one, yeah, but that doesn't do anything to advance any type of plot or anything. It's just oh, a fun okay. beat-em-up. That is a solid game. It's just too short, and there's no variety. There's literally two types of levels or maps in that gotcha. game overall. But I yeah, know the, the ones you're talking about, though. The War for Cybertron games are very good. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, the um, Yeah, but that wasn't... Yeah, because like, they just thought they were replacing a toy line and stuff. Uh, they before we get away from it, I want to mention, uh, I just have random notes here and there when Autobot City was getting invaded and everything and Soundwave came in and shot all his tapes against Blaster where he was and then Blaster, which we could we could probably do this as we go. I did have Blaster. I had Blaster and he was fucking huge. He was like big enough that you could yeah. almost put a real tape in. I should well, try to find Soundwave that. Soundwave was supposed to be too. So. Yeah, you could, you could put little tape bots in them but not like real size cassette tapes um but there was that scene where blaster uh just before he ejects his little crew of got of autobots he roundhouse kicks the dog yeah right yeah boom (laughs) that was great i can't remember his name but frenzy or no that's one of the ground smashing dudes i thought that was great though oh and something else like not even all the dinobots are in this they just forgot uh is it snarl or who is it now wasn't there supposed to be five i was only counting four the whole time yeah snarl is a stegosaurus they just didn't have him in for some reason i don't know that's weird okay yeah i remembered those because amongst my brother and um 
two of our friends, we had like all the Dinobots. I remember that I had a blue Grimlock though. Like they did weird variants. I never had the gray colored one. I had a real weird, stupid like iMac blue Grimlock, and there was like a red. I think my brother had the Stegosaurus. I don't remember all their names. I'm sorry, everyone. So. Get yeah, your Transformers are taken away. <laughs> right, yeah. I We could honestly go through and just talk about, like, quotes from this, like, one shall stand, one shall fall. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. There's all yeah. kinds of things from this. but The dialogue's was, uh, really good, too. Yes, all good voice acting. Like, the script is good. This is a fucking dark-ass kids movie. So there's swearing, you know. That's the thing, too, I was going to say, because uh, Spike is... Everyone's like, who the fuck is Daniel? Well, Spike is the original, like, human character that was in the series, and he's an adult now, and, like... And his, yeah, Spike and his father, Sprocket. I'm sure that was his birth, his, you know, Catholic given name or whatever, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> 100%. Uh, but you're just like, oh, this movie, you don't realize until, like, if we would have had that, what was it, the that episode you were talking about that was Scramble City, yeah. uh, it would have shown that this movie takes place 20 years after the last episode of season two. I have not thought about this until talking to Chirito about this, that Daniel is Spike's son and Spike is the kid in the series. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Because in it my head, quick. like watching this as a kid and even before this, but not as recently, I just kind of, in my head, I just always remembered seeing some dad and his son are buddies of the Transformers. And that's all I, ow, that's all that was in my head. But yeah. Yeah. It's, so. you're not wrong, though. It is very, very dark. Uh, I mean, after after that, all that stuff happens. There's a point where the Autobots get split up. One of them, half of them go to one planet, and half of them go to another planet. And the planet that uh, Hot Rod and uh, oh. was it the Dinobots and Cup end up on, mm-hmm. it's just like a place that's just sacrificing, uh, uh, basically just sacrificing robots to these other yeah. robots that eat robots. So... Yeah, the the Quinnisons. They sort of briefly mention them. They don't really. The, the Quintessons are their own thing, and they have their own backstory, and the I don't know that this will blow anyone's minds, but the Quintessons created the Transformers, so call them God, call them okay. whatever, I don't know. Yeah, there's a whole, uh, what's it, Five Faces of Something, I forget what the series is called, that explains more of that, but it's interesting that they pop up for a a uh, couple of scenes arguably one of the better scenes like all that nonsense of cup and hot rod being buddy buddy and uh the, the stupid music that's great and bad at the same time throughout like this whole planet <laughs> i mean i liked what was going on with the other planet because the other one had dare to be stupid on it so <laughs> so weird i didn't know for years well, i didn't know who weird Al was when i first saw this movie and i never really yeah. It's not, it's not like he has his voice and this isn't, it doesn't sound as nasally as it does on his, um, his, um, not, not the parody songs, his original songs. Duh. What else would you call them? Uh, yeah. Which is something, but yeah, there's so much death. Optimus dies. Megatron sort of dies. Like the G1 crew dies and then Ultra Magnus dies. Ultra Magnus fucking dies. And even like RC is the voice of the audience for a second. Like, first Prime, now Ultra Madness. Uh, Ultra Madness would be a good name if he turns evil, but... That would be great. <laughs> yeah, like, first Prime, then now Ultra Magnus. What do we do? Because it's like, now, yeah, granted, holy fucking shit. 
yeah granted they they thanks to the junk uh junkions yeah uh, they rebuild uh they rebuild ultra magnets which just makes you think you're like can they do that with all of them or something like that because he blew up and he was dead dead like he was yeah. real dead mm-hmm. so we got enough we got our we got our old leader he just turned gray can you fix him you guys got paint like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, we can do that so uh but no ultimately i mean because megatron's all messed up so unicron is like oh the matrix is the only thing that can kill me so i'm gonna turn you into galvatron and you have like cyclonus and all this other stuff you're like oh yeah that's kind of cool yeah that didn't that was that. that was something i kind of just accepted like unicron just has the power to upgrade everybody like i don't know maybe yeah they sure went, yeah oh you and guys need a condom all you you you're running 95 i got 98 for you here we go <laughs> it'll, it's it'll too, go great it's a lot of the insecta insectoroids Fucking i guess insecticons. How you say insecticons insect- are you watching GoBots over there insecticons Dude, i don't know why but youtube's been uh been referenced or not referencing but recommending the movie inseminoid to me and i'm like i don't want to see that movie i don't <laughs> it's know it's a weird it's got a really weird to be about yeah it's a sci-fi horror movie but okay. uh no galvatron basically is like he's like base he you see the internal struggle too where it's like megatron's still in there because he's like i serve to no one but ultimately he does because unicron is basically a fucking god yeah he's a one summons me or beckons me or something but uh that's all right i'm leonard leonard nimoy now Uh, we can and i also wanted to bring up too we can't forget that Soundwave's old dr claw's voice I love oh, that is he? voice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I looked it up. There's always been weird, like, people are like, no, it's like one of the, the Berenstein or Berenstein bears or whatever it is, like the yeah, Mandela Berenstein. effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but no, the movie is great. Like you said, though, death and super dark. And, but, at, you know, that's the whole thing is like, they have to have their darkest hour. This is supposed to be the Autobots' darkest hour and Rod right. is prime. You know, Hot Rod will prove himself and all that stuff. But, yeah, the, also, uh, there and we mentioned the the cursing, and in the commentary they said they actually purposely put curse words in this to avoid to get at least a PG rating because they did not want this to have a G rating because they were afraid that it would be just perceived as a kids cartoon movie and that it wouldn't yeah. draw as big a crowd, which I thought was pretty interesting and bold, I guess. But also, yeah. it's the '80s. I don't know if you even needed to do. That. Well, no, I guess you did need to do that because this was when He-Man was starting up. Turtles were not a show yet, but there was that, and there was GI Joe's. So they probably thought, despite the fact that yeah, GI Joe's existed, the probably most violent cartoon at that time. Yeah, America's <laughs> just like blow it up with guns. Yeah, yeah, so. for America. You brought up RC earlier, and what's funny is this is the first movie that RC was in, or this was the first introduction into the Transformers world that RC was in. Yeah, she was the first female uh, robot, flat out. Yeah, for a long time, like I think the creators were like, "No, we don't want to put a female." You know, it's supposed. Oh, to, were supposed they? To be, I didn't look into it, it at all. Well, a lot of it was like, "Well, this is marketed to boys and all that stuff, and boys don't want to have." You know, RC toys wouldn't sell and all that, but hmm. I think it was one of I forgot what it was either someone that worked on the series or something like that, or worked on the movie and they advocated really hard for RC to be in the movie because their daughter loved transformers and they, she, they wanted their daughter to have some kind of representation in the movie. So that's why RC is in it. And then RC became huge in the transformers like universe. She's been in like almost every series where it's like a transformers main series. But I think unfortunately a toy of her didn't come out until like, 
late 2010s or something like that? I'm not sure. I have purposely avoided looking up the toys because I will buy them all. I'm uh, I'm looking into them, so you need to I not, don't care. I'm serious. I'm not like joking like, oh, we collect games and they cost a lot of money. You need to not look at the Masterpiece Collection or anything else. Look at the Masterpiece Collection. That's no, what I heard. So. That's not... Uh, <laughs> No oh, beer, and no TV too, makes something, them. makes Homer something, something. Yeah, what? right? Uh, but no, I the movie is just, I mean, we can go through more of the trivia and stuff like that, but the movie is just great. I thought I was, it's one of those situations where you go to sit down and watch a movie and you're like, I don't know if it still holds up and I'm kind of worried that if it's not going to hold up. And then I, the first 30 minutes, I was like, nope, this still holds up. I still yeah. love this shit. Fucking it's very... Non-stop. It's a very nonstop movie, and it could have... I mean, the movie's only... If you take out the beginning... Like, when I started... My, my movie on YouTube that I rented was an hour and 25 minutes. That's counting intros to the production agencies in the beginning, and that's counting mm. the credits, too. So it's a very short movie, and they could have they could have had maybe at least another 20 minutes of, like, slow-down parts and areas just to kind of, like, flesh some stuff out. But like Probably. I said before... The rewrites and all the like the re the edits to it, like I th- I'm pretty sure it went through like so many different kinds of endings and everything. I I didn't know some of that. Uh, we can maybe get into that once we get away from different parts and stuff that we want to discuss. Uh, I'm right. looking at my notes and I was reminded I did own a Sharkticon and also Blur. I totally got them both from a garage sale, so probably not complete. If whatever the fuck that means with Transformers, Jesus, but they are somewhere know. in my mom's attic or possibly in my basement because I cleaned out, helped clean out her garage recently. So uh, me with every too. other child in the world, I have Optimus Prime somewhere, but hell if he has his fists. So, yeah, I didn't have Transformer. I didn't get into Transformers as a kid until I started watching oh. Beast Wars. That's why you want their toys now, then. you, Yeah. I didn't have them as a kid. Yeah. So, like, okay. that makes more and sense. I'm looking, now. And I'm looking at more at, like, like, I'm looking not at so much as the toys anymore. I guess just, like, some of the cooler figures that are coming out and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm not going in. I like, I'm not like, I need this one from 1987. I'm not going down that route. I just want, like, really cool statues to put in my office. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, I don't think I ever. I think the first new Transformer I got. Well,. Okay, so, and this was probably a good move on my parents' part. I only remember getting Transformers toys from, like, garage sales and yard sales and stuff, because they were everywhere, and also, I was not uh, mentally aware enough when Transformers were brand, brand new, because I had gotten into Turtles, I would gotten into Ghostbusters, and I think by the time I'd gotten into Transformers, my parents were like, we cannot buy him another... (laughs) <laughs> fucking universe of shit Armada. yeah which is uh, yeah i see what you did there um but <laughs> so the only new transformer the first new transformer i remember getting i think was optimus prime and then galvatron because i remember the it's not a toys R Us anymore but the one that would be near me it's a spirit halloween right now how about that uh <laughs> there was galvatron that was like he was fucking huge i don't know if i still have him anymore but like probably almost a foot long after he transforms into his dumb tank mode and shit. Uh, but that, yeah. that was the thing though with transformers toys too, is none of them were to scale with each other <laughs> at, Not all. at all. So 
Yeah. I mean, it's like the when because I got a lot of the Beast War to- Beast Wars toys. Beast War Wars. Beast War Wars from uh, Walmart, and I remember getting like it's the final version of the what is it Optimus Maximal or something like that. Oh it's, yeah, they had a couple phases. Yeah, they, it was a play on Optimus Prime, is what it was. But he Primal. Uh, Optimus Primal, that's what it was. His okay, third well. form he had was humongous. Like it was, it oh. had like shoot shooting discs and stuff like that that would shoot nice. out of his wrist. So you are not was, a uh, cool child's toy until you shoot fire discs from yourself or a vehicle you sit in. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm not. I, that I thought that was common knowledge. I mean, no, I mean you're just revealing some stats. stuff about yourself. Check the tapes. <laughs> Have you not seen that? It's not. I don't know if it's really considered a meme, but where it shows the turtles pizza shooter that was then also made into this thing that then almost became an earthworm gym toy or something. Like it's the exact same thing, just repainted, no, like reskinned. Essentially, it? yeah. They must have had a mod, like the, a mold that they were trying to get the most money they could have out of. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, why do you uh, think Hot Wheels cars are so cheap? Uh, that is true. Yeah. All right, so, what else, yeah, we, what else we, we got interesting about this movie? I'm trying to look at, like, I, I was kind of going through all of these and just thinking about what ones I owned and what ones I wish I had. Um, and then remembering, I, I, put, I noted here Astro Train needs to dump a load of weight, which wouldn't actually matter in space, but whatever. It sure. advances the plot. But also the it's fact exactly that Devastator, like, Devastator transforms within Astro Train and. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, like two scenes ago, he's train? standing next to him. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's great. It's great. There's no sense I, of this, scale. Yeah, we cannot bicker about any of this since Optimus's trailer always disappeared. So and and then came back and whatever. <laughs> when he transformed, he just jettisoned off of it, and it just yeah. disappears. <laughs> I think that only had. I'm pretty sure that this movie is the only time Optimus like rocket propels off of his trailer, yeah. which is it totally been cooler if he like if he like turned and like disengaged it so it would have ran into a bunch of decepticons and right. then he transformed like that would have been cool right to but, yeah continue him single-handedly taking down the decepticon army <laughs> yeah hey, i mean what did uh what did cup say he turned the tide single like yeah. he basically single-handedly turned the tide yeah 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 uh, it's, and it's of course they've they've got the like got the uh the the dinobots there as obviously they're like super strong but they're also just like comic relief and shit too so yeah Grimlock essentially turns into a golden retriever <laughs> listening to Cup's stories. Wait, hold you know? on. So during this recording, I, I have the have it playing in the background, and I just saw a scene where remember. the Stegosaurus oh. is in the movie, like for one scene. What? I think yeah. line. So when Galvatron's attacking uh, Autobot City for the second, well, Galvatron's doing it, yeah. you see a scene that has its aerial view of all that's left, and it's the Dinobots, and there's the Brontosaurus, there's uh, Grimlock. There's... You're watching this on your computer, right? Yeah, I have it on my computer right now. Share, can you share your screen with me? Oh, yeah, 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 we can do that. So I think this, this is, is great a whole, for a podcast. I think so. this is a whole lot of malarkey, but we're going to fact check right now. Um, I mean, I, why would I lie to you, sir? I don't know. I love the Dinobots, though. They are great. Uh, what the fuck he is? I what told the you. Fuck? Like, hold on, I'm gonna play. I'll, I'll rewind. No, a that's all bit four of them. When they're going, when they're all um, five of them. This is oh, after. No. This is after the battle. Oh, that's a great pause thing. The Stegosaurus is like, <laughs> yeah. So this is so when Swoop is I not in there. Swoop got hurt like... during the battle. Swoop, Swoop got like something landed on it, 
And uh, it sh- Swoops shows up later in the movie, but just in this yeah. scene, Swoops not here. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry, Torito. One of your factoids is wrong, and I can't believe this. He he's gonna be fucking. I know he's listening to this because I told him that we're doing this, and um, <laughs> and you guys will understand why I'm talking to him because he gave us a lot of factoids. We'll read at the end here, but the uh, this is going to blow his mind that he hasn't noticed this for 30 years somehow. I just noticed it in the, like the two That's seconds crazy. the movie was playing. <laughs> That's cool. At least he's in there for a hot so, second. There you go. So. I love the Dinobots. If there, I will admit, if there were any Transformers that I wanted to try to grab a full set of again, it would definitely be the Dinobots. Yeah. But um, not gonna do that. Uh, they had a didn't a Michael Bay movie come out that had the Dinobots in it? I think it did, but I have only seen the, the two of those. I think Rise the original and then Rise of the Fallen, right? Because that's when I Megatron guess. comes back. But then there's like Dark Fate, and then there's like the Grimlock, or the one that has Grimlock on the front. I don't know. Like Marky Shia LaBeouf's not even in it anymore. Now it's Marky Mark, and I'm just like, right. what the fuck is going on? Fucking right. dinosaurs in Boston. I yeah. guess, uh, they're, they're 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 trampling all over the Eagles Field. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord Almighty, yeah. There's, it's all good. I'm gonna have to stop. I'm gonna. Stop watching your stream because you're just gonna oh, watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not letting me not watch. I don't understand. I, mean, I can how stop sharing works. it for you. That works too. Thank you. Uh, so, oh, another. I think, like in all honesty, I would, I wouldn't mind finding. Oh shit! What's the guy? What's the triple changer's name? Who's a helicopter and a car? Cannot uh, remember the green now. one that's with him the yeah. whole time. Kind of hanging out with RC. They might be an item. Uh, I, I don't know. His name. Let me look at my notes here because I I just wanted to point out that I thought it was fucking rad that he was using a sword at one point. Yeah. All the other Autobot. <laughs> it... Can we talk about that scene where he's using a sword against the Junkion leader and yeah. fucking Daniel's character like? Dare to be stupid's playing because it's a stupid scene, but then Daniel's character just bonks the bad guy on the head with a rafter, and the yeah. music automatically stops. <laughs> I mean, it legitimately would, made me chuckle. I <laughs> would believe it if like all of the all of the junkions had like a hive mind speaker system, and then if one of them gets knocked out, like uh oh, <laughs> the Bluetooth got taken down or something. I don't know. The router he had the router yeah. in him. Yeah, Springer is his name. Uh, in this obvious road warrior inspired scene, yeah, I thought I th- I I always I always love the triple changers. That uh, you know what? That's why I never owned one. I never owned one of the triple changers. That's why I want one of them. Yeah, I didn't notice he was a triple changer until you just re- said that because I remember him at the end. He turns into the helicopter, but you're right. He does turn in. There's a car, like you said, the the Mad Max scene. He's a car during that. So yeah. If you guys don't know what I mean by triple changer, I'm sorry. Uh, If you, I mean, at this point, if you've gotten this far, I was going to, I thought about opening the episode with, if you, if this movie did not make you cry as a child, turn this podcast off right now. (laughs) I can't say anything. I cried at at the end of Terminator 2 as a kid, so. (laughs) That thumbs up. I cried and that made my parents cry. So Terminator 2 holds a special place in our households. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Are there any other like specific scenes you want to talk about regarding this movie or um, things you caught uh, all, this time around or anything? Towards the end, you start because obviously Unicron is jai fucking enormous, 
And mm-hmm. uh, but apparently Cybertron is bigger than Unicron because Unicron's standing on Cybertron at one point. Yeah, I don't know. Scaling. It's, yeah, it doesn't matter. So <laughs> when it's convenient. Uh, no. No, the like I said, I, rewatching it, it, it's it's very it's a movie where you got to pay attention because if you're not really paying attention, like you're gonna miss some shit unless you're yeah. just listening to it in the background. But I do like like seeing once they get to the planet of the what'd you say the Quessians, Quintessons, Quintessons. Once they get to that planet, you start to see like Hot Rods like thinking like a leader and like figuring out how how they're gonna do shit. There's one point where he's like. Uh, we might not be able to defeat them, but we're gonna give them one heck of a uh, repair bill or something like that. And I was like, something "That's like that. kind of cool. That's yeah. stupid, but I like that line." So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel uh, I'm pretty no. I'm pretty confident that move has been used in tons of movies before. Like when somebody's thrown into the water and they they wait for them to come back up, but they don't, and then that's like that's what turns the tide, literally. But yeah. I know I've seen that well, in something else. Apparently, like the Dece- or not the Decepticons, but uh, Autobots can just move freely in water just as they do as not being in water oh, so sure. they can they can yeah. make uh whirlpools and all this shit so why not i like I that mean, they, that... they have a almost infinite supply of uh chewing gum that they can share too so did you have Until uh, they don't <laughs> i might be showing my age here but do you remember zebra bubble gum that came in like a band-aid or not yeah. zebra bu- or maybe it wasn't zebra something came in like a band-aid tin that was a band-aid bubble gum uh, around uh, that well, time you're... too the zebra I'm, one that you're talking, talking about, about is fruit stripe. Yeah, is fruit stripe is what you're talking about with the zebra. But yeah. I also know what you're talking about with the tin. Uh, that one, fruit stripe and big league chew stick out in my brain. I never had big league chew because that was sports and I was having none of it. Um, I had candy cigarettes. Those were the worst inventions ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, but no the the tin of gum was all I thought of whenever they would have that glowing. It's clearly a stick of gum where they're saying the universal greeting, which I enjoyed that it is never explained outside of that. Ever. Uh, ever. Yeah. Bob Weep Grana. That's the, I watched this with subtitles on. That's the only reason I, I referenced it. Bob Weep Grana Weep Ninibong is how they spell it. And say it. Mm-hmm. I also love that the insides of, uh, and I, they did this purposely, uh, that, because Unicron was apparently supposed to be the unicron was not just unicron unicron was originally going to be like the planet form was unicron and then there was somebody else that was inside of unicron that was piloting them and his name was like in in center or something like i don't know what it was but uh they were like oh we're gonna have them separate like that and they were like nah let's just make unicron one big fucking thing so Hmm. just one of the many reworks that happened but i didn't know about uh, that the movies, it's. I think this movie still holds up. Uh, if you're a fan yeah. of Transformers or if you're a fan of old school animation, uh, definitely watch it because, like we said, it's not perfect by any means, but it's still very, very good. I still like it. It's, it's not the best, but it is a good... It's not the best entry point, but it is a decent entry point to the series. Uh, yes. It's the first thing I remember watching of transformers even though i know it's not the first thing i watched of transformers because i remember like i have my memory is sort of shot in places but i do have vivid memories here and there of of meaningless stuff but i remember 
when we went to visit my grandparents once and there was always uh this was probably part of the bribery to get us to visit family is there is a there was always a rental place like in this strip this strip district strip store strip mall right before our grandparents house that we would swing in there and Mm. let me run a game let my brother win a rent a movie or vice versa or whatever you know one of each something so that that would kind of soften the blow of having to go visit relatives because kids hate doing that. Um, so, but I remember going in there and seeing, uh, a rented, a, a video of transformers that I could rent that had like hot rod on it and stuff. I was like, this must be the sequel, but it was just seasons after. But I, I remember though, the first episode on it was like the, the Autobot Olympics or something or some sort of like cyber Cybertronian Olympics. So I couldn't tell you exactly what episode that is, but it was after the movie. So in my kid brain, I still thought I was watching like the second Transformers movie. <laughs> well, there is a, uh, there is another poster for this movie that ha- like you said, it, it's, it's like your reversible one where yeah. it had the original movie poster, which is like ultra Magnus in the front and everyone shooting up towards, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. fate. Oh, that's, uh, the... I always thought but, that was the original one. That's the original one, the one I just explained. Yeah. And then, but there was another poster. It might have been like, maybe it was like the international release or something where it had like Rodimus Prime. Like it was very Star Wars where it had like the beam shooting oh, really? up and all that stuff. I got to yeah. find that. Um, what's interesting on it. that original cover is Hot Rod. No, it is Rodimus on the front though. And he's really tiny down there. So he's like, barely a character on this cover yeah. which is interesting yeah. to me but uh yeah i don't know about that other one though the um i need to probably get the shout factory version because they usually add shit on theirs so they have the 35th the anniversary that released this year yeah oh this year the, wow wait this year that doesn't oh, make maybe sense. it was last year maybe it was last year <laughs> well something with a six in it probably so it would have been 2016 yeah. Shout Factory, Transformers. Let's do some live Googling here, folks. That's fun, right? Um, No, it would have been the 35th year this year. Is it the 35th? Yeah. 1986 plus 30. I'm not getting this out of podcast again. I've already had my... I've already... Mm -hmm. Shut up. You let me talk, David. I'm listening. (laughs) You let me defend myself. (laughs) Oh, that's the Uh, wrong Transformers. I need to pick it up too, because uh, I like I th- said, I think I've had that version you have at some point, but I had to, due to financial reasons, I had a huge DVD collection when I was younger, but I had to sell it to basically pay rent, and I think yeah. that was one of the movies that got that was in that was a casualty of that, which is unfortunate. But gotcha. I, oh my god! I have okay. the Rhino a... VHS rip. So yeah, there's a fucking thirtieth anniversary one, which is a weird like Optimus is pulling the Matrix apart, but then Rodimus is like down on his knee next to him, and uh, but then there's the thirty fifth anniversary. I think I'll just skip the thirtieth and try to get the thirty fifth. The thirty fifth has Rodimus on the front, I believe. Yeah, there's, there's a, a steel, steel book you can get. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, right now, uh, I do I... know that the. Uh, on Amazon, I think you can get the like the complete series, like the OG series, for like forty bucks right now, which isn't too bad. With that matrix on the side, uh, I don't know. I think it's just like a generic like. You gotta watch. Season. You gotta watch though, because there were some shitty versions of that released, and I think I dodged a bullet. But like when they released like season one, volume one, and other stuff, there were some bad. Like just not not updated kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, 
this is a crazy movie, and we obviously recommend it. Um, not every episode of this show is going to be us just gushing over something because we're so excited about it. But I want to get into Chirito's factoids here because um, he okay. laid out a bunch as you're looking for something there. Uh, so his first factoid was forgot to include Snarl. Whoops, he's the Stegosaurus, but we found out he was in it. I defunct you, Chirito. He he hopped in for a second. Um, this oh yeah, you said that too. Twenty years after the last episode of the second season, or did you add that in here or something? I, I don't remember. That. Okay, don't cop, don't add to Chirito's notes. You're putting words in his mouth. Um, oh, so it was the last performance of Orson Welles, but they did uh, cobble it together in the most amazing Unicron possible. Um, Oh, this is a cool thing. The fact that you don't see Star Cream, Star Star Cream, that's the ice cream flavor. Uh, Star Scream, when he's having his uh, ceremony to be the new leader of the Decepticons, and then Galvatron comes in, says bad comedy, fucking blasts him, just kills him right there, fucking flat out yeah, kills Star Scream. Medusas him. So. He, yeah. Uh, Star Scream kind of disintegrates all except for his leg. That leg is later on his burial marker in the series. Because Starscream's ghost, that's literally the name of an episode, I think. Uh, he comes back. The whole series used to be on Netflix, the G1 series, but it was fucking out of order what? and stuff. I, I don't know if it's still on there or not. I have a question. Okay. At the point where the, the, the first assault on Autobot City, uh, Starscream gets pinned, his leg pinned in something and has to blow his leg off, but mm -hmm. the next scene, his leg's fine. So <laughs> He uh, found a junkie on real quick or something. I don't know. Oh, is that what it is? He's like Piccolo and just regenerated real quick. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if he fires lasers out of his mouth. Um, right. So uh, there is absolute PTSD. You can see on Daniel's face as he's trying to save his father, Spike. Uh, Which he does. He does. Thankfully. But like for a split second, it's like I just tried and failed to save my father. Like, well, he got lucky shit. anyway. Like he didn't yeah. know how to use those weapons and just misfired into one of the joints. And even Spike's like, do it. Like you get to hear Spike is terrified because he's about to yeah. die. <laughs> right, right. I can only imagine uh, in real life, like if that was a thing, the the fucking testing for the the suit that daniel's wearing like i'm yeah. sure that people's arms just got twisted in wrong ways <laughs> stuff and they oh were yeah fucking... i mean at one point daniel transforms into like a little car and you're just like oh i wonder how many spines were broken to figure that out yeah like... <laughs> daniel doesn't have legs anymore but he's a car um i'll do that yeah 100 <laughs> percent oh jesus christ um Oh, and Torito mentions that just the transition going from just horrifying to lighthearted with the drop the drop ship massacre to then a fishing yep. scene. Um, he does mention that one of the Autobots, Braun, which I believe is the one that has like almost his head almost looks like an Egyptian headdress or something. Uh, I think he's the green guy, but okay. he expresses in the series his fear of Megatron's fusion cannon, and that is actually ends up being how he's killed. <laughs> Oh, is it movie. really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, one, on on the uh, the dropship, he was one of those guys. Um, oh, in terms of the transition, he mentions death of Ultra Magnus to the Weird Al fight. It's just a fucking... And he, you know, we'll probably have him on here one day, but Trito says, I submit 
the assertion that the movie is darker than anything in a Marvel movie. And I will 100% agree because nothing compares to this. They would have to like in 20 minutes kill uh, Spider-Man and then kill because I will. It had to be brutal. Yeah, because Spider-Man is more popular than Captain America, I would say. Um, which, why else would he have had going on eight movies now? Uh, I mean, you kind of get that darkness in Into the Spider-Verse. A little when? bit in the beginning. When that die? universe's Peter Parker dies? Bah. Nah, when that's Kingpin not the same. murders him? That's not the same. That's not the same. Oh, that's another... it's not the same because it doesn't go with what you're saying. That's what Correct. It is. Yep, 100%. <laughs> yeah, but they'd have to, like, kill Spidey and then kill Cap and then bring cap back and then i don't even fucking know who else I mean, reality stones exist and time travel and multiverse exists now so we might see that yeah yeah who knows i am excited i am excited because i think the next doctor strange movie which is this uh, the newest spider-man movie is i think going to be playing into that it's supposed to be a horror movie mm-hmm. yeah. which i'm very very excited to see so yeah i am too uh that we're not going to talk about that right now, but <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. So. I no, you just did right now. You just you, brought you up know, that movie right you now. Started talking about Chorito started talking about uh, Marvel movies, so it's his Fucking fault. Whatever. <laughs> uh, one other thing he says here: um, a lot of cartoons of the era, the villains are like comically cowards. Uh, but yeah. when Nudicron, Nudicron, when Unicron attacks Cybertron, yeah. Unicron attacks Cybertron at the end here. The Decepticons mobilize to defend the planet, even though it's basically suicidal because Unicron is standing on the fucking planet. And the only reason the Autobots won, uh, he mentions here the third Cybertronian Wars because the Decepticons, minus Galvatron and company, basically held off Unicron until the heroes did their thing and then everyone else is just destroyed pretty much. But I think the Autobots get Cybertron back. (laughs) That's the one thing I was trying to look at at the end because they were like, uh, until all is one. And I was trying to look in the crowd. And until see all like, is one? I don't think that, until all are whatever, one. Whatever the fuck. Until all is one, thing. yo. Uh, but I was looking for Decepticons. Like, maybe like this was supposed to be the movie to bring them together. And I didn't see any Decepticons at the end of the movie. So <laughs> I don't. Oh, you mean like in the circle there where they're saying it all together and stuff? Yeah, like at the very end, after Unicron has been vanquished, and Galvatron technically doesn't die, so... Oh, no, definitely not. And neither does um, Unicron all the way, because he kept his head. Because of his head. They uh, kept his head. (laughs) Yeah, so... If you... Well, okay, you watch Beast Wars. At one point, Unicron returns in Beast Wars. Do you remember that? I do not because I can't rewatch it because it has not aged well. <laughs> no, it's not. I bought the first. I think that was like a five dollar Best Buy purchase. I found like the first, not even the first season, just like a random selection of episodes. And I was like, I wonder if this is good. I don't want to watch more garbage tonight. I'll just buy this and watch this tonight. And yeah, it's not aged well. Like the that was like the reboot era. I mean, the show reboot, not reboots. Those weren't <laughs> cool yet then. Uh Beast Wars is not aged well, though. But yeah, the Unicron's head shows up and it is detached, and it's oh, talking holy shit! To... It totally is. Yeah, is I'm it talking to the... Prime or is he talking to uh, it's Megatron? Talking to Prime. Prime. Okay, yeah. Oh, and it's early in the series because it's it's a uh, first form of Optimus Primal. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that could be the first season or something. Well, yeah. But... yeah I'm, okay, let me rephrase that. It's original Gorilla Mode Optimus Primal. <laughs> like, OG after Gorilla. that, it's... Yeah, OG Gorilla. After that, shit goes crazy. Jeez, yeah. That's what, yeah, that's dumb. what Unicron looks like. He looks like... His head looks like a samurai, like, helmet mm-hmm. is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, like that's Feudal Japan is. or something, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good description. Oh, Thank you, me. Um, good job, but... me. The series I do want to recommend is the War for Cybertron series on Netflix because it is straight up G1, like follows. Well, I was enjoying it's dark. I'll let you know. It also moves very slowly at the beginning um, and visually dark. Like it's kind of I kind of had to turn up the brightness on my TV for some episodes. Uh, But the uh, yes, it's a Netflix original thing. So it's only on there right now, but it's very bingeable because each season is only six episodes. Uh, it is crazy that I ran out of Venture Brother episodes today to watch and instead put on the first episode of season three of this because holy fucking shit did it line up with things we're discussing today. But I will not say how or why or, or in which way because it's major spoilers. Um, and is I can't. It, what? Is it War of Cybertron Siege? Is that what it is? Yeah, it starts with Siege. I forget what the second one is. And then um, Kingdom is the name of the third season. This looks good. This animation looks really nice. Yeah, animation is awesome. It looks great. Uh, But yeah, like I said, maybe not. For me, it wasn't the best lunch break uh, thing to watch because sometimes nothing happened in an episode or just it starts super slow. Um, But it probably because they kind of make it so that it's bingeable. It's definitely not for kids. Uh, it's for G1 fans. And what's kind of cool, the only th- it, this happens in the first episode, kind of just to tease how it's a different approach. Bumblebee is not a Transformer, or not a Transformer. Bumblebee is not an Autobot nor a Decepticon when the series starts out. There's like a third faction, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, I was like, is he just, a, a, is he just someone for hire? <laughs> ah, well, but the show is good and it plays off it takes stuff from like all sides of transformers because i i mentioned i tried to start reading one of the novels and in the novel it starts it's before you know it's all on cybertron the book i was reading and i cannot remember the name i probably should have grabbed it for this episode but um uh, megatron and optimus are pretty much buddies uh as they started out like they are they call each other brother and stuff all the time mm-hmm. and that's kind of where this thing plays off of too when there was no war be- between Autobots or Decepticons like those didn't really exist at one point it, re- it reminds me of Magneto and Professor X oh yeah they probably got that from them a little bit i'm sure but yeah so no i'm excited i'm going to watch this this looks really really good it's and good. like you said it's only 6 episodes per season seems very only 25 minutes each yeah that's very yeah. bingeable don't look up the toys because you'll find spoilers i did okay i'll watch first and then look, look at the toys are the yeah. are the toys cool yeah they're okay um okay. well i mean i i like literally was walking around a walmart and saw that's how i found out about this i found war for cybertron toys and i was like are they doing another video game but no that's just what yeah, the series right. is called so i looked at the back of the box and i'm like wait what who's what so Okay, you know, I'm it's excited. The you pay. I like I this was the one series that I missed out on. I was a I was a ter- TMNT kid. I was a Power Rangers kid. Uh I'm a little bit younger than you, so that's kind of like I was more in the 90s when I started like 
getting the toys and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of missed out on Transformers. Like I said, Beast Wars was my only really connection to Transformers. So but going back and seeing like the War for Cybertron games and uh, that one game that was made by Platinum and this show as well. The And like, I feel like as an adult, I've got something to go back and experience for the first time that I feel like I'm going to enjoy. Oh man, you know what? The War for Cybertron, the first game was three player co-op online, but it was only on the PS3 and 360 version because I totally rebought that game on my PS4 and re-downloaded it. And it, it still has online multiplayer, which is actually surprisingly fun because it's a third-person transformer shooting game. Um, but it's so this one sounds where, like it could be a part of a future project. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean that that thing has multiplayer though, with where like you have to level up and play consistently. The only cool thing about the rebinding on PS4 is you had everything unlocked. So I was fucking running around as a Dinobot. You kidding? That was like paid DLC and shit you had to get before. So, dude, that was when that I game came out. When 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 the um, War for Cybertron and Fall of, War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron are the ones we're talking about on PS3 360. Uh, when that came out on yeah on or when it was going to come out, they like GameStop. I think you got Soundwave and multiplayer if you pre-order, but Best Buy you get someone else, and then like yeah. Amazon you get someone else. And I almost bought three copies of that game because I'm a fucking psychopath, but I didn't. I did not I didn't. know that you were. I thought me, but so I picked this movie for this week, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, I might have to like carry this episode, not carry it, but like have to bring more to the table. Uh, because I don't know if Scotty's seen this movie a lot. I did not know until this Excuse conversation me. that you were this big into Transformers. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I'm not as vocal about it because I'm not as versatile. I never got into the comics, and I feel like I'm not as big of a fan because of that. But um, I don't. I was trying to. I had a shirt that some web comic artist or somebody did that's just a black shirt with a white outline, like simple outline of the Matrix. No fucking clue where that shirt is now, but. Um, that exists. I used to have a jacket. It was a, like Ouch. a not. It's not a bomber jacket, but it was like a jogging jacket that I got at Hot Topic because it was on sale, and it had Megatron on the back. And it, when you zipped it up, it had the Decepticon logo in the middle of your chest. Mm-hmm. And uh, that jacket was always three sizes bigger than me. Oh, and I, so I very rarely wore it. But then, as a fat adult, I finally fit into it, and I was like, "Yes!" And now I don't know where it's at. Oh, and I'm no. really upset about it because I mm. have a long history with that jacket. <laughs> oh my, the 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 gang, the biker gang that you were in, called the Junkions. Yeah, the ones. yeah, the called the Virgins. That's what it was called. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, took that to the logical extreme there. That's fine. It's about me. So, uh, and uh, there uh, we might release videos of this podcast that we record. But I am using one of uh, the glasses that my buddy AJ got me with the Autobot symbols. So you know, yeah, it's a dollar one or something. Hashtag humble brag. That's what that is right there, <laughs> dude. This isn't. It isn't because I will never buy vanity glassware again. It's tough to clean. Yeah, you got to hand wash that shit. It's a pain in the ass. I had, I mean, my old PC that I built, I had a uh, Autobot logo on the side of it. Like, it nice. wasn't a sticker. It was like a like raised up logo that you could put on something. Oh, and, the, a vinyl sticker or something. 
It's like, yeah. And I mean, my first vehicle had a Decepticon look. I, I haven't realized until like, like I sit down and think about it, like how much Transformer stuff I've actually like liked throughout the years. Like right. my first vehicle had a Decepticon uh, car magnet on it. It got stolen right away, but it was yeah. on there regardless. So yeah, I, I never, never bothered with the magnets because of that. Um, and I completely forgot what I was going to say now. Fuck me. Balls. Scotty, should people go watch this movie? Uh, yes, on the scale of 1 to 10, yes. We don't, have a, we, don't have a, <laughs> we don't have a rating system at all, and I don't give a damn. On a scale from 1 to 10, watch it. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the uh, it's good. It it's very well animated. Um, the, the thing that I mentioned, the documentary I mentioned, um, In Search of Darkness was a decade look at horror movies horror movies from the 80s and then the next documentary they're doing well they did a part two next documentary they're doing is in search of tomorrow which has all sci-fi movies from the 80s but it really caught my as if i wasn't going to get that documentary already it really caught my eye that they included the transformers movie and akira like those are the first animated movies they've included yeah. in their documentaries so smart they, ones too akira i've seen it way too many times but it is a goddamn masterpiece like it's akira yeah it's amazing how well that has aged um that is really good that reminded me of something else that i'll add to our docket for later on but i think that's about it in terms of what we could say about this movie uh yeah definitely go see it don't expect to be wowed if you've never seen anything transformers unless yeah. you can see it from a point of view and appreciate the animation i don't know i don't know how to say it without being like sounding kind of snotty like unless you can sit down with your and pair it with a nice ipa to understand the the framework of these cells and yeah I don't just know. get drunk and watch it. Just watch yeah. it. <laughs> like, watch it. Watch it with. It's probably a good movie to watch with a big fan who can clarify stuff as you go, but not a super fan that will essentially do a commentary for it. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. There you go. Or so. you can make a drinking game out of it. Drink every time they say Unicron or something like that. Oh, so. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I agree. Movie's great. You should go watch it. Do we have another choice for do you, do you have a choice for our next thing or anything? I don't have an announcement for it yet. I haven't looked at the list, so I haven't oh, chose psh, yet. Way to go. <laughs> do you remember oh, what I'm the sorry. motto was? Oh, I got it now. I found it. I found it. I found it. I came up with a maybe motto for us, everybody. I hope you're all excited. But yeah, I've been Scotty Moe. With me has been Corey Tornado Jones. Um hey. This has been the Static Zone, and I can't think of anything else to say about this movie other than it's great, and Hot Rod is awesome, but Rodimus sucks. Um, but if you're getting it, some static, wow, fuck, what? In time, all will be one. I don't know what That's it is. That's not it. You're <laughs> fucking it up. Don't mess with greatness. God damn it. There you go. Um, That's the way it ended. Don't mess with greatness. <laughs> you're an idiot, Starscream. That's one of the best lines in the movie. Uh, I was going to try out our motto here. Maybe I'll just dub it over at the okay. end. But uh, the one I'm working with here is, if you're getting some static, don't touch that dial because you're right where you need to be in the static zone. Bye, everybody. You know I'm putting that theme song at the end of this. I mean, yeah, fuck it.
Let's go!